0: It's Natasha and Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of
1: Woke Woke and Free. Free.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 220th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week we are asking the question: do we really need prisons? But before we dive deep, a couple of things to go through. First, have you gone to WokenFree.com not only to listen to this episode, but to download it through the Podbean app? If you haven't, please do, because that's A, how you show your greatest support, but B, that's how you join the conversation. With that app, you're able to add in your comments and we can talk to you each and every week. Now, for instance, if you cannot download any additional apps on whatever device you catch podcasts on, then make sure that you go to WokenFree.com, you go on the Listen tab, and then you pick your platform of choice where you're going to follow and subscribe the show on, for instance, iTunes, or TuneIn, or Stitcher, or Google Play, or for instance, our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. It's a Woken Free world, guys, so just... Make make your choice, and we'll take it from there. Now, of course, you also want to go on WokenFree.com and click on subscribe to follow the show. When it comes to social media, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, at WokenFree. And then if you have 90 seconds, which of course you do, it's COVID-19. Get with it, y'all. We would love for you to review the show. So we have tons of, uh, you know... Five-star reviews on iTunes. I think we could get a couple more. What do you think? Again, go to Wokenfree.com, go to the Listen tab, and then review the show on any of the platforms of your choice. And with that, I'm going to kick it to you, Khalil.
1: Thanks, then. I'll take it, I guess. Before we start the conversation, we'd like to share a little bit about ourselves. This week, we're asking, would you rather spend your time wisely or just live in the moment?
0: Ah. <laughs> Okay, so for me, I guess I would have to say spend time wisely. I am a Virgo, and I'm all about strategy and planning. And the the alternative to that just sounds too open ended and fr- quite frankly a little bit um, uh, nerve wracking. Nerve So uh, yeah, let's let's plan everything like literally.
1: Yeah, I think it's best to spend time wisely, and that allows me to enjoy the moments compared to if you if you don't just live in the moment you really don't know what you're gonna get but if you spend it wisely you can work on working up to those bigger moments which is a nice thing so i think it's very purposeful to live like not live in the moment but spend your time wisely but speaking of purposes what is the purpose of The prison system.
0: Exactly. Great transition, sir. So according to MVOrganizing.org, prisons have four major purposes. And uh, when I was thinking about this, it reminded me of uh, what I kind of was going through or learned through in law school. But uh, to break it down, according to this uh, website, these purposes include retribution, incapacitation. There we go. (laughs) Deterrence and uh, rehabilitation. And retribution means... Punishment for crimes against society, depriving criminals of their freedom is a way of making them pay a debt to society for their crimes. And so ultimately, I would say even with that like really drilled down synopsis, I just think it's a it's a system designed to keep people in a pen because we don't know what else to do with them, to be honest
1: yeah I agree with your last sentiment. <laughs> I think prisons are a way to discard humans and force them into slave like labor yeah, and yeah. they also they work for pittens and it's yes in some harsh conditions some a lot of times actually they're not truly focused on rehabilitation, I think, and exactly. that's why you know they'll release these prisoners and they're gonna be barred from doing many things so they can't even start a life you know so they end up going back in the system. That's the thing with these prisons. They're definitely not trying to get people back into society. Not really. I mean, they put too many things up for being a convict.
0: Well, see, the problem is it's similar to cancel culture, right? Because it's not just like go to prison and then okay, you can start your life over. But there's a lot of employers that are opposed to hiring people with certain criminal records. Background. So it's a kind of thing where if you're going to have a system like this, then you also have to have an aftercare system, meaning that there's going to be a plethora of opportunities. Where these people would be entitled to work, where they'd be entitled to make more than just basic living, but a decent wage to be able to provide for their household, for their family, and for for whatever future endeavors they have. But to just put people in a pen and then be like, oh, well, uh, we don't care what happens to you after, then you're literally setting them up to come back to this pen in the next six months, year, and beyond.
1: Yeah, you take their liberty, like their exactly. rights to vote too. Yeah, <laughs> so, and that too, and then just you get completely, stripped of things. Yeah,
0: like to your point, discarding human beings, right? Like you just strip them of more than just their physical liberty, but their economic liberty, their 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 liberty of spirit, and 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 more. It's really a disgrace. And so then that begs the question of saying, do we really need prisons?
1: I think I'd prefer an intermediary where most people actually treated as individuals and what would happen is a caseworker would help find out why they committed the crime and there would be certain violent crimes that i think you'd have to go to the next step and actually go to like a more confined scenario but most detainees would go through what i think of it as like a rehab facility
0: Mm -hmm. that's
1: that's what i think should happen instead of these prisons i have like a first step thing before that
0: yeah, so they, I came across this Fast Company article, and just if you are new to the Woken Free platform, all of our article links are included in the episode on WokenFree.com. So in this Fast Company article, they mentioned uh, a situation that's been happening uh, or a really good kind of case study that could be used, which is with Norway, which uh, has followed this path that they've been on since 1968, where they have correctional facilities in Norway focusing on restorative uh Justice and rehabilitation, making sure that the offender can become a functioning member of society again. And Norway has one of the lowest recidivism rates in the world, currently twenty percent, with approximately three thousand nine hundred thirty-three offenders in prison at the time that this article was written, and one of the lowest crime rates in the world. And you know, then when you look at the United States, there's a nine-year recidivism rate, and is a whopping eighty-three percent, which meaning that five and six prisoners are at least once in the 9 years following their release and prisoners here are held a whole 25% of the global prison population making the US the most incarcerated country in the world which is preposterous uh because yeah. <laughs> uh that rate just seems disproportionate to kind of all the larger wealth countries. And the yeah all the the amenities that that come with living in the United States so it's it's mind-boggling really
1: that's insane. We're mm-hmm. not even close to 25% of the world population, but...
0: That's incredible. We ...hold
1: most of the prisoners. Uh, I've, yeah, that I've world... heard that number before. It's
0: crazy. So, okay, so let's break it down. If we were to break re- break down these prison systems that we have, and, you know, how would we and what would we replace them with? You're now listening to Woke and Free. 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 A podcast that gets real and honest.
1: Well, you... You go. With my suggestion, you go with this rehab facility mm-hmm. where everybody gets a caseworker and they'll work with them on why they did what they did, what should they be doing, good education that they can do, you know, continued learning. Is there employers that they can link up with and maybe do internships? So stuff like this to give them reason to say, oh, I don't need to go and do any of these crimes. So I think. You just got to put something in place to give them a reason not to commit the crimes because there's reason they do the crimes. It's not just random, right? It's not. And if yeah. it is a mental health issue, exactly. then treat the mental health issue. That's You can do that as well.
0: Exactly. I would even uh, suggest that the, this type of institution you're talking about would, in addition to have kind of a really heavy regimented mental health treatment plan, A real personalized, unique career development pathway for every person who came through this facility. Also have a really effective and holistic drug and addiction treatment. Uh, options and services because you know in addition to mental health services people are also dealing with substance abuse I mean so many people are functioning alcoholics and, yeah, and drug addicts true. you know outside of the prison system so to to suggest or to think that you, people inside are you know they can just deal with it is is really ridiculous uh, and then also just wellness general wellness which I know is preposterous because I don't necessarily know if the world outside of prison is too concerned about that but Uh, we, you know, if we as a society are ever going to grow, evolve and get to 2.0 stage of of what the human experience is supposed to be we've got to find a way to get people to feeling well every single day with mental health involved but just general wellness and and what does that personalized path look like for you and then also I would suggest mindset transformation, you know, we've talked about the law of attraction and the secret and just having a positive attitude so imagine someone who you know either been in the prison system or is on a life that leads them down to that pathway you know there's ma- mindset transformation that's going to be needed to help people think and unlearn the indoctrination that they've received either from the streets or from our actual educational system
1: okay well, that's true
0: mm-hmm. and kj agrees
1: here we go yo here we go yo so what's a what's a, what's the a scenario it's scenario time, guys. Scenario number one. Sri is part of a family that has made lots of money off selling equipment to prisons around the us. Do you think reducing the amount of prisons could harm his family's business?
0: Mm, interesting <laughs> huh. I, I mean, yes, right because if if you're if his family is in the business of selling equipment that goes in these facilities that we're trying to reduce, then that means that's less equipment. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, but to flip the the mindset is what if some of that equipment could go into another type of facility, like ones that we talked about in this episode, which is kind of a, a kind of a wellness rehabilitation centers. There's going to need equipment as well, whether it's gym equipment, computer equipment, uh, you know, other medical equipment, devices, things like that. So depending upon the equipment that the company, their family sells, they may actually double their income. I mean, you know, so that that's kind of the direction I would go with the answering that.
1: All right, and my, my thing is, that this comes down to like most businesses, and it's it's the reason why there's businesses that succeed and businesses that fail. So as a business, you have to know how to pivot. So they got to figure out. All right, so we can't sell to all these prisons, but maybe we could sell to other agencies around the Uh country like could be law enforcement could be military could be some commercial security kind of thing so i just think they got to know how to pivot so it it might you could say it could do harm but if you can't figure out how to sell your stuff otherwise then i don't know i think there was something up with the business because there's a lot of businesses that fall into this trap they just do something one way and they never pivot and then they end up closing down so I don't, I don't know if this is, that's not a good excuse to think about, mm-hmm. to say that, oh, you know, small businesses are going to be injured by this, but they need to be able to pivot and offer other goods and services. They got to be able to change with the world. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I don't think it's a big thing. Scenario two. Iris was born in the great state of Kentucky. He thinks that the prison system works just fine because his small town is fairly quiet and has only reported a murder once since the town was founded. Do you think he may have a point since his town is so safe?
0: So that's a really interesting question. I think this really speaks to like bias and ignorance and so, you know, you'd have to look at the the statistics, right? Between town safety, demographics, and then lo- local localities of prisons. And like is it fair to to even suggest that a town that has low crime rates and uh and is fairly safe do they have, like, what, what is the, the, the relationship and connection to the amount of people in their local prisons? That, that I don't know offhand. So I, you know, I would say in and of itself, like, oh, I live in a quiet town and there's not a lot of crime prisons are great. No, I don't see how you can make that straight deduction. So I would say this person needs to go on an investigative educational journey and kind of break through their own bias and their own ignorance to really understand what they're saying and what they're suggesting. And also look at the greater impact that the prison system has, not just on our society, but also specifically marginalized communities who are disproportionately affected by the prison system in the United States.
1: Yeah, I think this is a case of just anecdotal evidence kind of thing. Just because you experience one thing, you extrapolate and say everybody experiences this. So Mm -hmm. this must... And then you're also making these connections where you don't know if that's why it's so safe. It might not be the prison. It might just be you don't have that many people in your town, right? It could just be that. So there's two things going on here. So I don't think he actually has any ground to stand on. He got to do some research if he really... Wants to say, oh, yeah, you know, these prisons are great. He's he just just speaking out of nothing. He doesn't have any proof. Exactly. It's not enough just to go by your personal experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Scenario three. Mephisa had a sweet professor who was able to create the perfect drug called euphoria that he distributed to students on the college campus. When he eventually was caught, he ended up being locked in prison for years. Do you think prison is the right place for people that commit crimes similar to his?
0: So that would be some type of narcotics charge, right? And uh that would probably be like a felony, right? And then yeah. uh But no, I I really think that this again, like we have to get a uh, personally I guess, you know Being a person of color and a woman uh, being a part of two communities disproportionately uh, impacted by the person system, I would say that like my general go to is not to put people in incarcerated scenarios, uh, but to find a way to address, you know, whatever grievances they've done against society or local communities, but then also Understand how they can change their behavior so that they could, A, continue to have a livelihood and, B, uh, continue to be uh, a contributing member of our society. So, no, they should not just go straight to prison. But we do need to understand why we're trying to drug children or young adults. Uh, The same
1: reason that all the other companies provide the yeah. drugs, the people too. There's a lot, there's a ton of prescription drugs, and I know there's yeah. alcohol, there's cigarettes, there's a ton of things. I'm just there's
0: really out by how you phrased it, by the sweet professor. Like I really, yeah, <laughs> that's what people think because he had the best drug. It, it's the perfect yeah, one. That's depressing. What's your thoughts? Here?
1: <laughs> 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 My thoughts are that I, I definitely think this is not the right place. I think that's a ripoff. That certain companies can sell as much drugs as they want, and then a person comes along and creates something better. And he goes to prison. Like, to me, that's messed up. What should actually happen in this case is FDA should do some tests and see, is this actually a good drug? I mean, what is this thing?
0: And just how sweet this professor really
1: is. Yeah, if if he's a sweet (laughs) professor, then they might have something uh, at hand, right?
0: Sweet, sweet, juicy, juicy. Yeah, Yeah. he might have
1: something and he's handing it out to the kids. They've been his test subjects. We can know. Does it work? Does it not?
0: I'm, like, low-key getting vibes of, like, true blood. And (laughs) in my mind right now, just thinking of, like... Is he really just a real life fairy? You know, like
1: <laughs> That's somewhat fair. You should just think of him as a sweet professor.
0: I can. That phrasing is creeping me out right now. It's like really creeping me out.
1: <laughs> That's how people are gonna think of it.
0: I as a former professor do not ever wanna called that ever <laughs> Uh, make right. me think of this filthy scenario. So- <laughs> wow! Now this became filthy. Yes, this c- scenario became.
1: Filthy. Oh man, it shouldn't have been.
0: Absolutely, but lucky for you, we are at that time again. It is the coming to the end of our two hundred twentieth episode of
1: Woken
0: Woke Free. Quite the episode discussing: Do we really need prisons? Khalil, what should folks do now?
1: They need to come back next week for the new Woke and Free Wednesday episode. <sighs> Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com.
0: We're now, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, definitely be patient with us, y'all. You know, we had like a whole human this year who is always next to us, literally. And uh, <laughs> with that, we definitely have to make sure that we go through and look at all everyone's submissions. But for those interested in coming on the show, definitely... If you are going to be invited, it would be a 2022 selection, but still put in your story on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. I mentioned it before. You can always find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn at Woken Free. And for sponsorships or collaborations, same page, Contact Us page at WokenFree.com.
1: If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until the next time.